0: Welcome back to The Trauma Talk. I am your host, Alex, and I am joined by Brooklyn and Drake. We have finished the book, so this will be our last podcast. We read through chapters 14 till the end of the book.
1: So, starting off in chapter 14, at Nickel, um, it's time for, like, a state inspection, which is supposed to be a surprise, but, like, word gets through... To like some of the heads, so then they start planning for it, so it's not actually a surprise and they all know about it. So, like, they prep for it and make nickel look really nice. Um, because, like, well, in the past, like, they used to do inspections because of like reported like abuse or like I don't know, thing things that went wrong.
0: Yeah, so, like, it's, like so usually people, like, call out the school, and the state goes through an inspection, but, like, they just prepare for it, because it's, like, the school looks bad. I remember one part of the book, it said that um, they had to clear out generations of grime, so, like, it was so caked on that they had to, like, take out all of it, which is kind of gross.
2: Yeah, and I'm sure, like, cleaning up all the stations where, like, they beat people and like, the... The White House. It would probably take a while to clean all the stuff up, so they would need a couple days to clean. stuff. I wonder. and
0: I wonder if they had to get a new couch for the beating room, because it's like, or like it was. Mattress, yeah, a know? new mattress because it was so bloody the old one.
1: Yeah. Um. So well, then Elwood and Turner are cleaning. They're assigned like the basement for a while before they move to a new place. But, Elwood. Tells Turner, cause Elwood has been keeping like note of everything that happens. He writes down anything and everything. Um, so he tells Turner, he's been like tracking the community service deliveries. Um, so he wrote it all down and then he's gonna give it to one of the inspectors that come. And it's like about the abuse at Nickel. Um, but Turner really doesn't think it's a good idea, um, which I don't think I. Like, I mean, it's a good idea because then it's like firsthand and the inspectors would maybe do something about it, but it's also like a bad idea because, like, Elwood's the only, like, smart one there who can read and write and whatever, so obviously they would know it was Elwood, and if something gets, like, uncovered, then they'd go for Elwood or beat Elwood.
0: Yeah, because it's like. I mean, Elwood is like he sticks out like a sore thumb. He's like the smartest, and of course, if, like if they gave that to the inspector, he would have to tell the other his other people that he works with, and then, uh, then it'll probably get where with the teachers, and then yeah. I'll get word to Spencer, and then uh, and then and then he, then he's SOL.
2: Yeah, he would probably get beaten up real bad if they ever found out, like if he did that.
1: And another thing, I think it was just because Elwood's such a strong believer in Martin Luther King that he just he wants to do what's right and try and save himself as well as others.
0: Yeah, and he just wanted to like stay happy through it all, which was it sounds really hard after like what he's been through.
1: Yeah, and I think, like, Elba just has such a good, like, a good head on his shoulders and such a good heart that he thinks that other people do, too, and that they would feel sympathy, like, the inspectors, if they read what the boys have been through, they'd feel sympathy, which I'm sure the inspectors did, Um, but they probably didn't go to the right person because then, like, Harper found out about it and it wasn't a good situation. Um, so then like it it rolls around to the day of the inspection, and I was trying like find the perfect time to give um like them the notebook, but he just can't, and he keeps on getting like sidetracked and a new job given to him, so he can't go give it to the inspectors,
0: yeah, which is. Seems annoying, but it's like I wonder if he's like facing stuff that within his head too. Like, should I do this? Like, am I gonna get caught? Just super annoying, but it's like that. It makes you wonder too. It's like they like they make the kids go to work so they don't have to like, so they don't get distracted with the inspectors and, like, be like, oh, help me! I'm being beaten.
2: Yeah, like if I were in this situation, I'd kind of be scared to be giving them, like, a notebook with, you know, what they've been doing to him. So I kind of get where, like, he can't really find a situation either because he has to wait for, like, a perfect time to give it to them.
1: Yeah, and, like, Turner really didn't want Elwood to give the notebook to the inspectors, but it ended up being Turner, the one who actually gave the inspectors the book. He wrapped it in... A newspaper and handed it. Well, they there were three inspectors and like one of them, Elwood, thought looked just like JFK. Um, so that's who Turner gave it to. And like he rolled it up in newspaper and gave it to him through like the car window before, they left. Um and then it like, like a few days later, like nothing happens, like no word from anybody, no changes at nickel. And then in the middle of the night, Elwood's awoken by flashlights, and he's taken to the White House for a beating.
0: Which I'm sure they found out that they slipped something to the inspectors, even though nothing really did happen, and they probably brushed it off. And
2: them knowing that Elwood is as smart as he is, they'd obviously go for him first, because no one else really knows how to write or read there.
0: Which I'm surprised Turner didn't get abused too. Which is kind of odd.
1: So in chapter 15, we skip ahead. Um, Now it's like the 2000s. And they're just like... Elwood and his wife, Millie, Um, are at a restaurant. And... It's, I guess it's just looking ahead, like, further into, like, their, the Ace moving. Um,
0: yeah, because, like, instead, like, as I remember, in, like, the back of the book, he had, like, he bought, like, one moving, one moving vehicle, and now he has a whole fleet of Yeah, and, vehicles. like, a secretary. And, yeah, he's been moving up in the world.
1: Yeah, so then I he was just doing jobs and whatever, and then, well, he actually was moving an old woman, um, she died alone in an apartment upstairs, and that just made him really, like, I don't know, hit reality, like, he was like, oh, I don't want to die alone, like, I don't want to die lonely, um, and I think that was kind of, like, the trauma from Nickel, he was like, a lot of those boys died alone, so he didn't want to do that. So, I mean, chapter 15 was a short chapter. So then we go to chapter 16.
2: And in uh, chapter 16, Elwood, he was taken to, like, a secret cell in an empty, like, dimly lit room on the third floor. And um, that is illegal for them to put him in there.
0: Yeah, because it's a self isolation. I'm pretty sure, or uh, it's like I forgot what it is in real life. It's like a for insane people.
2: Mm. Yeah. It that room existed in Nichols since like the school was built, and I guess Elwood was like left there for three weeks with Spencer, um, returning at one point to beat him, and he got like one meal a day. And he was at his time there he was sitting thinking about he was thinking about Martin Luther King, and he said, like, "To love those who harm you," and I would just felt like really alone and sad
0: yeah, which i mean when that when that part came, I was just imagining whenever Spencer like came along, he had this. He had this grin on his face, but it wasn't, like, it was, like, to the point where it wasn't even a grin. It had so much sadness in it to where it was, was like, like a fake smile. And it was, like, tears in his eyes. It's just, like, it's just, it's just sad, to be honest. Yeah,
1: and... The fact that it's illegal too and that like it's so hidden that even like the inspectors couldn't find it or like it just shows how bad nickel truly is and just like sitting in a room all by yourself like one meal a day for three whole weeks like that would drive me insane but I, I don't know if I would even live past that like that that would just be so devastating
0: and I'm pretty, I mean, like, the food they gave him already was pretty bad. And I'm sure that, like...
1: I'm sure Elvis like, wasn't any better.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't either. I mean, with one meal a day, I'm pretty sure he be- probably became anorexic. And had, like, skin and bones.
1: Yeah, especially after, like, beatings, too.
0: Yeah, he just, yeah, and just, like, bruises all over his body. That's just, like, that's horrible. Yeah, he barely
2: had, like, en- any energy from one meal a day. And he's just sitting there, and they come back to beat him.
1: Yeah. So then finally, one night, Turner comes um, for those two to escape, which Turner always said if he was going to escape, it would just be himself. Like, he would always just go alone. So Elwood was kind of confused at first, but um, I think Turner just didn't want anything else bad to happen to Elwood, and Turner wanted, like, this was his moment, like, to get out. Um, so they ran, um, and ran, ran, and then they remembered like this one house that they cleaned out during community service had these bikes and they knew exactly where they were, exactly where everything was. So they went into his garage, they grabbed the bikes and then they kept going on the bikes, which I would, was probably like miserable, no meals, like, like has been beaten, probably can hardly move, but he pushes through it. I mean, at that
0: point, you're probably just running on adrenaline. You're just not on adrenaline high the whole time, and it's just, like, a stressful moment. Your head is racing.
1: Yeah. Um, So then they're, like, outside of town, um, and, like, they're escaping, and then they, like, turn around, and they see the community service van, and I'm sure, like, that was just devastating. Like, as soon as they saw that, they they probably knew they were either going to get caught or they were going to die. So they jumped off their bikes, and then they ran, like, in this field. And then Harper gets out and, like,
2: chases after
1: them, starts shooting at them. Um, So they miss, and then um, Turner looks back and sees Elwood just, like, fall like his arms out and just fall so he died Elwood got shot
2: yeah, but, but Turner keeps running yeah Turner kept running just left Elwood behind because there's like nothing that he could do in that situation because he would get caught and they would kill him too so I would have probably just kept running too
1: yeah so that's kind of how the story ends but then like there's an epilogue um and now like Tur- like Turner who is still living um, it's now, like, we skip way ahead, and it's 2014, but he goes by Elwood's name, which I think is kind of sweet, like, of him to do that, like, to live out Elwood's legacy, kind of. Um. Oh, that's
0: what it was, was I thought Turner was Elwood the whole time in the book, and I'm like, okay, then who's, the, who's <laughs> Turner?
1: <laughs> yeah, so he goes by Elwood's name now, um, and then he's actually returning to Nickel, which takes a lot of guts. I don't think I could go back somewhere if my whole life was like horrible traumatizing memories I don't think I could go back
2: yeah I'd probably move like really far away I wouldn't ever go back there either
1: um so yeah so he goes back to like talk like in his conference or like testify against nickel kind of um which obviously it's 2014 so this is pretty recently Yeah, so it wouldn't like nickel wouldn't be a thing anymore. But like, they a whole bunch of the boys, including well now Elwood, they go back to Tallahassee like to like the former students to tell stories at a press conference. Um,
0: And Elwood or Turner is like the only black person that's gonna stand up. Testify, yeah, and And nobody
1: even knows he's coming either.
0: Yeah, which is. And be like, "'Whoa, man, where are you?
1: <laughs> so then, um, yeah, he just spends night like in a hotel, which Elwood, I'm sure, has talked about totero before, but it was like where Elwood used to sit in the kitchen as a child, and like he always dreamt of hopefully like a black person would be able to eat there, so I thought that was like really heartfelt, like it kind of like my jaw kind of dropped when I read that. I was so. Yeah, all heartfelt. Cause Turner was the first. Well, not the first, but one of the black people who could finally eat there.
2: Yeah, and he was like close with them, so I'm sure if like he was th- still there, he would be like very happy.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes. Um. So then, like, my theme now I kind of think for the book is like, don't only fight for yourself, but for others as well. And I think that. Turner, well, Elwood really wanted to get out of Nickel for himself, but also for everyone else, and he wanted it to make a better place while he was there. Um, and then Turner, when he decided to escape, didn't forget about Elwood, so he also fought for Elwood's escape.
0: Yeah, and I don't know. I think the theme for me is I. And my this might be really simple and. And a simple analogy, but I think the theme is if life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Because it's like he, because he, he, it wasn't his choice to be a nickel. He wasn't a bad kid. It it just turned out to be that way. He was trying his hardest to get out of nickel. He made the best out of everything, and that's like the whole time I was thinking through the book. Is like that analogy of life gives you lemons, you make lemonade out of it. So he just made the best out of all of it.
2: Yeah, the theme for me was probably, um, I don't know, I just felt like it was like, get away when you can, because, like, he escaped from, you know, all the beatings and stuff, even though Elwood died. But, like, now he's, you know, living good. And, yeah, he escaped all the, you know, trauma and everything, so.
1: Yeah, I would definitely recommend this book. I think it was very good and like, plot twists, and, I I mean, it opened my eyes. Like, I never really read a book that was like this before.
0: Yeah, I, I would also recommend this book, too, because it's, like, if you like real life slash, I mean, I don't know if this is horror, but it's more like drama, like, as a theme for it and it's just just the whole book is just amazing to me yeah the, the story i mean the story is sad but the storytelling is just amazing how it describes everything it makes it paints a very like broad picture in your mind
1: yes so that's all on the trauma talk thanks for joining us for the past few weeks